Hi everybody, this is 27, a podcast about growing up. My name's Calvin. And I'm Jean. And this is the, I guess, the trailer, mm-hmm. the the episode zero, before yeah. we start to uh, do, do the full podcast. Uh, so we wanted to kind of give you all an introduction to what we want to do here and who the two of us are mm-hmm. as hosts and people. So we say that 27 is a, a podcast about growing up. And I guess to kind of hone in on that a little bit more, it's not necessarily a journal. I guess it's a mixture of a journal and like some friendly advice from two people, mm-hmm. <laughs> two, two of your, your approachable cool friends online, yeah. where we're talking about like mostly our experiences in specific, but uh, hopefully like in the process of talking about these things you all find something that like can relate or like really resonates with you mm-hmm. um, and find the strength to do something cool that you believe in. Mm-hmm. Calvin and I were both childhood friends and then had this idea about 27 being this marker year of our life um, at the age of 25. So now circling around to us being 27 and starting this podcast is kind of very unique. Yeah, and 27 was something that I had been hearing a lot about, at least through like the podcasts and like the media that I was listening to at the time. RuPaul on his podcast with Michelle Visage talk a lot about like the Saturn return. There was also an album by an artist named Now called Saturn that had like the similar idea behind it, which is that when Saturn astrologically like returns to the place where you're born, it's like a supposed to be a big marker of like change and like growth in your life. So um, when Jean was talking about like, I think 27 is the year, I was like, let me tell you about something. Let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you about the stars. And it's, it's such a funny time because it's the time where you, if you're working in like an office or in like corporate, it's kind of when you're going from like a junior level to a senior level job in your personal life. Like you, if you're in a relationship, it's probably starting to get serious around mm-hmm. the time you're 27. Uh, you're probably having friends who are getting married or having kids or um, doing all this other stuff. So it's like this time where I would argue the like real start of your adulthood is at 27, as opposed to like 18, like some people would say, or 21. I think it's at 27. You're starting to be more independent and you're starting to have more like, more of like an idea of what your life is gonna look like. Mm-hmm. But even with the kind of like the marker of why 27 is important, there's this like weird notion that you're leaving your mid 20s, you know, and you're really mm-hmm. going into your late 20s and going into your early 30s. And I remember one time asking someone like, when do you when do you realize like you're old? Like what was the age that you realized that you're old? And then one of my coworkers at the museum one day was like 30. And I was like, "How did that happen?" She's like, "You wake up one day and you're like, I'm old. Like you feel it. You're like, I'm old." And I was like, "Okay." So, you know, having kind of like 27 being a kind of universal indicator of that and then that feeling of when you no longer feel young like no longer feel energetic anymore and how that really shifts your mental space and what you feel like you can accomplish in life i think that's kind of how we even kind of felt that like 27 was an age that we had to either figure out where everything was going um but then as we jumped into 27 now we're like do we know and how are we figuring it out it is in our opinion the time where it all like a lot of things kind of happen at once uh but it is not necessarily that like you're good once you're 28 it's more than just like this is the start of like a a big and different and cool chapter of your life Mm -hmm. 
before before reaching the grand age of 27 basically jean as like 20 probably 23 was when the feeling of like is this my life forever kind of started popping in and especially where i was working at um and the design studio that i was working at prior to that i had like a hot mess resume and didn't really know where i was going and didn't realize that to have a really strong start in a design career you should really narrow down in the beginning and then really focus into where you're going from there so the design studio i ended up at had a focus but was kind of a generalist and when i had to think about at 23 where i was going to be in my life i wasn't so sure yet but i couldn't make the jump and then by the time we got to the age of i think 24 25 when this kind of conversation of by 27 i will be like an art director or something really popped in um when i thought about it at the job i was at it was a black hole and i was kind of like you know i can't figure out exactly where i'm going i just only know the industry i'm in and not really sure about where to go from there so with my own background in design there was what gave me the confidence to go and say like i can start a design studio like I can do this um, and was like, I have to do this by 27, essentially. <laughs> so to get the start on it, I have to leave by 25 because I think that was a year I also ended up quitting. And I remember texting you, I was on the 110 freeway and I was like, I'm quitting. <laughs> and then <laughs> your text back was like, you go girl, is what I remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how ultimately like the story of my background in what's pushing me towards this number and what was kind of the driving force on making the step towards a new like f ultimately forcing a new chapter into your life instead of like mm -hmm. waiting for someone to promote you or waiting for an opportunity to come was like okay i'm gonna make this jump for it now um and you know running towards this number for some reason and you know pushing towards it there I, for the longest time, have mostly been an engineer by trade and a designer by hobby. Jean was like a like a super artist, yeah. and then I had joined Yearbook, and then Jean was like, sure, I'll do Yearbook, yeah. and then we got really close there. And that's also where I started to learn design skills. Um, it kind of was a thing that was fun and something that I continued on doing in college. I would like design clip t-shirts and take a lot of photos, uh, kind of carrying on that Yearbook tradition. Mm -hmm. All the while, like while I was in school, I was studying like structural engineering and buildings and how to design beams and stuff. Uh, but I never really like went all in on engineering, kind of in the same way Gene never went all in on a certain discipline of design. Mm -hmm. I never went all in on engineering. I was also an RA. I also worked as a graphic designer for student government. So I like had my hand in all these like different things. And then once I graduated, I was like, okay, I have a master's degree. And now I'm gonna go whole hog into like <laughs> into engineering. And then I was like, oh wait, now that I have to do engineering all the time and I don't have these other things that I am enjoying, I realized that I didn't like it as much. And it just, not necessarily that the place that I was in was bad or that everybody that I worked with was garbage because I worked with some cool people mm -hmm. and I worked on some really cool projects that I'm really proud of. It's just that the, Kind of like with Jean, I, I was like, I don't see a future, mm -hmm. or I don't see my future. Yeah. I don't see like me doing something that I want to be doing. 
and coincidentally it happened around 27. I'd had those thoughts for a while, it just like, it really calcified at the end of 2019. While I was in the, the midst of doing that, Jean was in sort of a growth stage of her business with like doing her studio stuff and I was like, you know what, like this is a good opportunity, I have design skills, I have management skills, Jean and I have like a really good like working relationship. Mm -hmm. I was like, let's do it. And I did. And I'm here. And, and it's been fun. Yeah. And I'm like, you can yeah. never leave me, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we've kind of been touching on it, but mm -hmm. primarily Studio DBJ is the the design studio that Jean started and that we co-run. Mm -hmm. um, our primary goal is to like help and assist anybody who is impacted mm -hmm. by design, whether that's people who need or use design or people who create design mm -hmm. so um, we really have like a two-pronged focus between working with clients and mm -hmm. working with like independent or any sort of creative person mm -hmm. i guess even the better way to describe it is like anyone who like anyone who strongly believes in a dream that they have and they just need help to get there and so mm -hmm. i even feel like that the way we approach it is how we approach ourselves on like we want to see our vision for ourselves and so we want to help other people like actualize the visions that they have for themselves too yeah i guess it, it kind of links to what started dbj mm -hmm. which was this fear of like the black hole future of like this is <laughs> a, a dead end or like a yeah. place where i don't want to be and we don't like the goal with dbj with our work is we don't want people to feel like they're in a situation where they see their future as like not what they yeah, want it to be yeah. like, right we want to get people to where they want to be mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. it's a journey that i feel like everyone who goes down the route that we're going down goes through but no one's really just outlined it yet and like no one's right. really fully talked about the intimate side of it they're always talking about like the hustle and like how to get an invoice and like how to get more followers and that's mm -hmm. not really what this whole process is like like there's such a growth process that happens and then in a way us opening the conversation just kind of helps people realize what stage they're at in their career development right now or at least their life development and then just kind of seeing like how to continue walking down the path and especially like mm -hmm. if the path is right for them um some of the things that we have as like idea topics that we want to talk about are things like Jean and I are both a second generation Asian, though still a little bit like different in terms of like some of the specifics of that. Mm -hmm. And talking about what it's like to be like in other creative field while like our parents are immigrants and like who, you know, risked everything to come here and we're, you know, doing creative stuff. Yeah. Which yeah. is not bad. I'm trying to say it in a way that doesn't sound bad, it's but like, I still feel like um... it's. <laughs> Like, it's not bad, but there's definitely a disconnect, which I see a lot in like different Facebook groups that I'm following in translating that career stability to your parents and mm -hmm. the disconnect on like what's important to you versus what's important to them, which I guess segues into the other topics that we're interested in of like mental health and how we, we both deal with our own mental health and setting down, I even say like setting down the language for mm -hmm. conveying it to your clients and conveying it between us and like what words we want to use um, mm -hmm. and the journeys of what it means to be self-employed and how do we really go about that um, and mm -hmm. what's the best workflow for us. It's like a new world. Like we live in a new world and a lot of the things that I think Jean and I were struggling with was trying to fit the old way of doing things and the, the ways that we're sort of, we were brought up with into these 
like into the lives that we saw for ourselves and the lives that we wanted to lead, which we didn't see as like part of that, you know, like that nine to five mm -hmm. commute to work, come home with no energy kind of life. Mm -hmm. um, we really hope you all uh, like come along with us for this journey and appreciate you listening to us talk about ourselves for so long. Um, we are going to be posting new um, episodes of this podcast on the first and third Tuesday of every month, so twice a month. Uh, and we really look forward to you all coming to, to listen to us, uh, whether you're on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, we will have stuff there for you. <laughs> and, like, and if we don't have it there, you can subscribe to the newsletter, so we'll tell you when it's there. And then to close off the episode, um, because today we had talked about, you know, Calvin and I had discussed our visions on where we had saw ourselves and where we didn't see ourselves. So after this podcast today, anytime during this week, take five minutes to just doodle or draw a vision that you see for yourself and just kind of keep it there as a reminder of, you know, is this somewhere I want to be? Is this going to change in the future? And just kind of exercise that imagination so you really like put yourself first in your life. All right. Well, we'll see you all in two weeks. Okay. So. Bye. We appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Bye.